Just a quick disclaimer before we start, today's podcast does contain discussions around eating disorders, so we've popped some useful information in our show notes below. Hello and welcome to the 20s Agenda. The podcast for those navigating their way through their 20s with a whole lot of shit to say, but not necessarily anyone that wants to listen. You're joined by hosts Corey and Eden. Eden, hello. Howdy, how are we? Not too bad, so excited to be back for episode two. Quick turnaround from our last posting, but what can you do? We had a few issues. Yeah, just a few little hiccups along the way, but nothing is going to get between us and a chart trending podcast. Nothing, literally nothing. Uh, So because this is our second podcast, not quite sure of the uh, statistics yet, can't even speak. Well, we had a few listeners and at least the Instagram page is getting, gaining a little bit of momentum. Still a long way to go, but I hate to say it. But as Scott Morrison would say, it's not a marathon. Uh, yep. And you've already ruined the second episode. So, Corey, how's your week? Not too bad, to be honest. I swear I'm literally just going to sound like a broken record. But work, uni, have two assessments due on Friday that I only started on Saturday. It's now Wednesday. I've finished one. Um, and it's so unlike me because I usually have everything done. Like, I don't want to say it, but I literally have everything done so early. Um, my last 500 word essay I had done 10 days before it was due. That's not a bad thing. And literally in the classroom when the teacher was like, so guys, have we started? I was like, I've submitted. You need a life. What do you mean? I've literally submitted it. And everyone's like, oh. Crickets. (laughs) Other than that, not too much, to be honest. Just trying to get to the beach on my days off. You know how it is. Nice. Had my first COVID jab on Monday. Ooh. Didn't feel a thing. But, you know, the best thing is. What? My TikTok and my Insta literally load so much quicker now because I've got 5G. Mine does too. Wait till you get double vaxxed. Mine is so fast. Well, you know what I do? I don't even put my keys in my pocket now. I just stick them to my neck. (laughs) (laughs) To your arm, you mean? Well, wherever. I'm magnetic. Close yeah, it's so good. Like, shit. Everyone is speaking about these like issues, like they're a problem. But I'm like, at least you know, I can stick my keys to my head. I mean, yeah, handy. Yeah. Who would have thought? Thanks, COVID. Enough about me, though. How was your week? Excited. You're vaccinated. Welcome to the vaxxed gang. Sorry, you had yours. That's gross. You I had yours so long ago. So long. I've been fully vaxxed for so You've long. You've had 5G for a few months. Yeah, she's really sending it. That's for sure. I'm jealous. Um, but apart from that, anyway, my week was um, a little bit like yours. It was fine. I worked, worked a bit more. That's pretty much it. It was very boring. Sound- Nothing much to report. That sounds good. I mean, like, this is the 20s agenda. We're in our 20s now, so, like... We do have to have jobs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been out together in so long because someone's decided to put their little grown-up pants on and is saving for a freaking house. Oh, you got to do what you got to do, right? I think by the time I eventually get a house, I'll be 75. <laughs> by the time I've saved enough. That's so exciting. But to be honest, you're boring as fuck at the moment. I know. The only plans that we could literally make the other day, <laughs> which we actually both bailed on, both. was to go to Burley Hill and have two of your leftover Coronas that you probably just found in the back of the fridge yep. because we couldn't afford to go to the PAV. Well, I could afford. You could afford, I can afford, but you just can't. I just, 
I'm trying to be good with my money yeah. at the moment because I'm trying to make my bank statement look fucking I could superior. probably learn a thing or two, to be honest. You probably could. And to be honest, I really was not in the mood to go to the pub. Like, you know when you have to, like, get dressed and be around, like, D-grade influencers? I just, like, uh, I couldn't handle it. I was just not in the mood. I was having just – I was just in a mood all day. And I was like, I'm not fucking going to the pub. Yeah. But anyway, as per usual, could sit here talking smack all day – Let's get into it, shall we? What's your recommendation for those listening to add to their agenda for the week? Oh my God, that's literally so smart. Add to our agenda. Add to the agenda, you know, the 20s agenda. Oh my God, that's so good. Do you just think of that then? Yeah, I'm so good. <laughs> okay, mine, not sure how many people are going to get around it because it's free-to-air TV and don't know if that's been a thing of since, you know. Of course, it's free-to-air coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, it's a show, The Newsreader, on ABC. It's a drama series written by Michael Lucas, who, might I add, is besties with M. Rossiano. Are you aware yes, of M. Rossiano? Love I her. Am. Um, I'm just obsessed. So it's a six part series, premiered just over a month ago with the finale wrapping up on Sunday. It follows two newsreaders, played by two incredibly talented Australian actors. Anna Torv, who plays Helen, and Sam Reid, who plays Dale. And they both work in an Aussie newsroom in 1986. I wouldn't say the uh, series is an exact reenactment, to be honest, but the whole cast is so diverse. Well, I mean, that just says that it's not a reenactment because a newsroom wouldn't have been that diverse in 1986. No, so let's not be at all. real. Um, it's just, yeah, it's so well done. Michael Lucas has just done such a good job with the casting, and there is really some amazing. Aussie talent out there. So, yeah, it isn't exact reenactments, obviously, but they definitely um, recount true stories like the uh, Lindy Chamberlain, you know? Yeah, Dingo Lindy. Head. Yeah. Oh, Lindy Ellen. <laughs> yeah, it's just so well done. Highly recommend it. Don't know how many times I've said it's so well done, but it's so well done. Haven't watched the final episode because I've been, you know, fucking... Submitting your uni assignments Doing all my really uni's assi- <laughs> uni assignments. But I'm going to catch up on iView. Yeah, and, nice. which is so much better because if you're Pretty an iView gal, you can just fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. If you're an iView kind of person or a netty, you know, you just binge the whole series in one go. Yeah. Instead of waiting, TV shows need to just send, send the whole it. series at once. Yeah. I'm sick of waiting week to week. Shows that like I have watched without like it's been like one season and then the next season comes out and I'm like, nah, I can't be bothered anymore. Yeah, exactly. Over it. Anyway, what's your record? Enough about my fucking recommendations because we'll be here all night. All night. Mine is also a TV series, actually. Not free to air because I'm not povo. And before anyone gets their hopes up, it actually hasn't been renewed. So, anyway, I'm a little bit well, pissed about it. there you go. Were it. they sending it weekly? Well, no, it was like all uploaded. Dumped at once. Dumped oh. at once. And then I, we looked online, like my friend and I, and they're not renewing it. They've cancelled it. Anyway, before you say it, it mustn't. Be very good then. It's actually a bit of a banger. I've got a few people onto it. So it's on Binge and it's called Prodigal Son. It's about a guy whose father is a psychiatrist or I think psychologist. Can't remember. One of those. One of the two. Which um, he's also a serial killer. So it follows the life of his son who joins the cops, etc. It's also pretty interesting. And I think the reason why it hasn't been renewed, the second season was, it was actually filmed during COVID. They actually talk about like isolation and wearing masks and like, all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. It's pretty interesting because it's like this day and age and they actually talk about COVID. A um, little bit of a thriller, but, you know, only jumped like once or twice throughout the whole series. So definitely worth it if you're into shit like that. I love it. Might need to get around that one. We'll be right back. Just got to check to see if we've made it on the Forbes 30 out of 30 list.
Now the Emmys were on Monday and not going to lie that I don't really get around many TV series, yeah. even though I want to, I feel like it's obligatory as a uni student that you have to, but I don't, I'm deaf, a commercial television kind of person, but I actually really enjoyed watching the Emmys. It's just so much fun and so much more easier to watch than the Met Gala, to be honest. And yeah. only A-list celebrities were there, you know, none of this Addison Ray fucking TikTok. No, fuck that. Fucking whip and nays. Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. Um, I honestly didn't watch it, but definitely interesting to see the awards that got handed out. Yeah. Definitely agree a bit more easier on the eye. Anyway, so The Crown took home most outstanding drama series. Have you watched it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so literally just another thing I need to add to the watch list, but don't know if I have any interest in it, to be honest. I, to be honest, I haven't actually watched it either. I did try to start it, got maybe 20 minutes in. I'm just, I'm not a fan of the Royals like, at all. Yeah, love the Royals. No, that's so fair. I love them, but I just don't know if I can get around their lives. Like, they seem quite boring, to be honest. And I think the only people interested are old British women who sip on their Earl Grey, <laughs> sitting on their little <laughs> recliner. RuPaul's Drag Race, however one best competition series, which I can definitely get around. It's such a fun, I want to say, lighthearted TV show. But to be honest, the Aussie version was pretty rogue. Like, I honestly don't think they'd renew it for a second series. But they did. They literally put out the casting photo the I other day. Realize. Yeah. Well, I only heard that they renewed it because there's a couple um, drag queens on the G-Sui that um, reshared it to their story. And we've got some pretty amazing ones on the Gold Coast, if I do say so myself. On the... Uh little glitter strip the glitter strip the making a big screen doll imagine though that would be a bit of a vibe um actually speaking of instagram yeah. george love back on the gram and not even a proper apology post though i'm a little bit confused like yeah she posted on her story saying she didn't mean it which was prior to her getting like taken her job away yeah how do i say that um it i just feel like it was a bit of a scam because i feel like she didn't even like mean it and then nah. she's come back on posted like normal she didn't even follow up and say look i genuinely am sorry like nothing no nah. i all feel the ones, like she didn't mean it at all all the ones that get called out these days the sorries are just copied and pasted from google or oh, their, from pa- their, PR, their pr manager exactly so she posted this on monday she was getting coffee with a couple of her friends just brushing the past fortnight under the rug and forgetting about it what do you think of her punishment? I think it's definitely a move in the right direction, but they need to be way more consistent in the future with how they penalise their staff for doing the wrong thing. Like Wayne Carey, Sonia Kruger, oh, Elon. Like there's Sonya plenty Kruger. of them that have done the wrong thing. Sonia Kruger, 100%. I think her punishment was light. Georgia loves, to be honest, but fair. And to be honest, a lesson for those in the media, particularly being the face of a channel yeah, presenting the news. Everywhere. But Channel 7 has definitely gotten their big fuck-off broom and swept <laughs> all of Sonia Kruger's prejudice comments <laughs> under the rug. To be fair, she was with Channel 9 when she said all those disgusting things about um, Muslim people. And she tried to justify it by saying she had Muslim friends. That's just Which okay is ever. foul. And so because now she's got a new contract with 7, they've just been like, oh, she never said any of that. Yeah. Do you watch Channel 7 since you're a big fan of Fred Air? Yeah, hun. Just literally finished. I Didn't we say last week? Finish watching The Voice. Oh, see, I don't even, I don't watch Free to Air, mate. I Just anything I talk what. about Free to Air, you can't get around it. Now I'm on to The Masked Singer. Who is the host of that? Osher Gunsberg, formerly Osher. Andrew G. Don't know what Osher's about. I feel like but... Osher and Sonia, like, what don't they host? It's I just know. like they're like the Australian TV hosts that we know. And Grant Denyer. Oh, that cunt is oh, everywhere. So kind of like Grant. Oh, no. 
But I must say, Sonia Kruger, I am a big BB fan, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I cannot, one TV presenter that I cannot fucking stand Can is Carl Stefanovic. I was going to say, if we're thinking of the same person. Yeah, 100% yeah. Carl Stefanovic. No. I avoid Channel 9 Lisa mornings. Wilkinson carried him on today. I love Lisa. What a gem. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I think all like TV stations have caused their own shit. So it probably doesn't matter what you watch because they all get the similar ratings anyway. Yeah. They're all well with all these new like subscription platforms. Oh, Fade away is literally sent to the bin. Now. You're the only one that watches it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the celebrity Big Brother, it was literally meant to have Katie Hopkins, a far right political editor, Val from <laughs> from the UK. But they sent her on a fucking plane. I hope they sent her in economy. Honestly, fuck her because she was breaching COVID laws. So they kicked her out. I just find it quite funny how they've Channel Seven. To a degree, um, condemned Georgia Love's Instagram post, but we're quite literally going to have someone <laughs> on Big Brother VIP or whatever the fuck they're calling it. A full catch. Who too. has gained popularity because of their far right, racist, disgusting views? That's like a bloody good point. If I do say so myself, they pulled some like pretty shocking celebs though. And half them aren't even celebs. Like Meghan Markle's brother. <laughs> I know. Like, he can't, he is Welcome just... back the Royals, can I say? But what? I ha- like, I don't even know his I know. name. And Thomas. I Thomas. Only because I've seen it on the TV. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like also like a heap of other people I didn't even recognize, like including some, I suppose, trying to make a comeback, I think. I don't know. Speaking of celeb comebacks, what are your thoughts on Adele? Well, she's definitely been out of the spotlight for a couple of years. I really wish I got to her concert in Brisbane. 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 Vegas. But I was a closeted little individual then, so I couldn't act as if I liked females. Oh, my <laughs> God. Look, I... I was only into Iron Maiden and ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, definitely sung plenty of her songs at the top of my lungs in my car, but oh, I didn't go either. She does do a good, like, heartbreak song. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, send it. Especially, yep. like, at night when you're driving home. From oh, the they're the worst, car. though, because you get depressed. No, I, like, sing, like, really fucking good uh, songs I think I can sing. Yeah, like, I like I that, but then I'm like, oh, no. Nah. Just for the record, I can't sing at all. Yeah, no. Um, But I think next time maybe we should go to Adele together. I think whenever she comes back. Um, But, yeah, I'm obsessed. She genuinely seems so much happier now. And looks like she is thriving with a capital T in her Instagram posts. Like, she's got it, so she's flaunting it. Fuck yeah. She's actually looking great at the moment. Not that she didn't already look great, but also just genuinely looks really happy. Well, a lot of people would be quick to comment and say she looks amazing, you know, which is a valid comment, and that she has lost a lot of weight or looking skinny or whatever, which I actually think can be really damaging. Skinny to me personally used to be such a compliment, but now I... I don't want to be Karen, but I take offense in it. If someone says that to me, I find it so insulting. I'd rather much be told that I look happier or healthier or glowing, you know. 100%. I think people don't think before they speak. Like, obviously, that's like, you know, across the board, but especially when it comes to compliments. Like, you don't know whether a person has had an eating disorder, whether that 100%. be not be eating at all or not being able to put on weight. Yeah. I feel like that's a very 90s slash noughties comment. And in this day and age, we've managed to change how we word many things. And I think this is one of the next things that needs to be addressed. I actually hate how people only think that an eating disorder is someone that's, say, anorexic yeah obviously when you see someone who is obese you're obviously as well going to think oh they've got an eating disorder but people that have eating disorders don't necessarily put on the weight i I can easily eat i eat so much food it 
genuinely is not normal, but it's because I eat bad food that isn't nutritious. Yeah. That's why. And I eat so much and I know it's bad. So it was probably two or three years ago now that I decided I didn't like the way I looked. And my goal was literally to be skinny and I worked fucking hard to get there. I'd say, so this was in 2018, took probably eight to 12 months and I lost 49.9 kilos. So didn't even make the 50. Bloody good though. Say la vie. And I'm not going to lie. It wasn't healthy at all the way I did it. I was training twice a day um, at F45, which is 45 minute sessions. So give or take roughly, it would have been near two hours of training I was doing a day, burning at least 600 calories a session and consuming the bare minimum to support that. I think if I can remember correctly, I'd have a banana and a chobani in the morning. One of those you foods, but like the clean eating ones that Mm. were like super low calories, like 300 calories. Um, calorie or like 350 calories. So you're like working off more than you were eating. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that's what you have to do in a calorie deficit. But like, th- but like this extreme. was intense. Yeah. Like I would have been working off like twofold what I was eating. Like it was so bad. And I'd just have the U-Foods for lunch and then another one for dinner and that was it. And that's amazing and something you should be extremely proud of. Not because of because you wanted to be skinny, but I think because of your overall health now we'll be so much better off. And you know now like – what is okay to yeah. do if you were trying to lose weight and yeah. what is not. Yeah, I'm definitely happier now with how I look. Um, honestly, I was so unhealthy in the way I went about it though. I was eating basically nothing. If I could do it again, I would 110%. I think I just sent it because I signed up to do one of the F45 challenges. So I was like, you know, go hard. You know, like we've said a thousand times, we send it. Yeah. We send it. So I went hard. I was like, I'm going hard. I'm not going home. Go hard or go home, yeah. Yeah, I would have been consuming no more than like a 1,000 calories a day, I reckon, for eight weeks. That's a long time. Oh, two months. I know. That is insane. I can't. I don't know how I did that. I just ate that in like my Macca's meal for dinner. (laughs) You just sent it in a Macca's meal, literally. I'd go as far as to say I was voluntarily starving myself for literally eight weeks. I remember I was at TAFE at the time and I would sit there and, you know, like this is when I was trying to be a man and I was doing a – Certificate three in construction. What? I, I know. You did not know you yeah, did that. Yeah. And everyone's there with their hot chips and shit. And I had my little Chobani that was like 100 calories. Wow. So bad. That's really bad. So it was never like diagnosed, so mm. to say, but I definitely had an eating disorder, which led me to weigh 140 kilos at the start. Yeah. Um, but little did I know, I hadn't even let go of that. And I was sending it in the opposite direction in the form of literally starving myself. Well, I think Instagram has a huge role to play when it comes to bad dieting habits. Like health influences can definitely affect how someone changes their diet and workouts. Like, you know, these influencers post their highlight reel. So a lot of people think like, oh, that's how they eat. And it's yeah. such an unrealistic view. Yeah. But vulnerable people think it's real and 100%. Like the skinny me tea train that oh. everyone was on a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was a phase when we were obviously a little bit younger. I'd you, say not so much now. No. Actually, the other day someone said to me, you're looking so skinny. And straight away, I was like, I don't know. Like I knew they meant it as a compliment, but, and I hate to say it, but like it literally triggered me. Like you wouldn't want someone to come up to you and say, oh, you look fat or wow, you look like you put a bit of weight on, at least not from some random. Like this person wasn't a random, but I don't know them well enough for them to be com- commenting on my body image. Yeah. And it just really made me think like how much society's brainwashed us into thinking skinny or being slim is the label that everyone wants to be. But I think also saying that to someone, of course, is going to trigger you, especially if you went about it in not a great way. Yeah. Like your 
going to, of course, be like triggered to think back of like bad memories of you like starving yourself. And I just think like, obviously those comments, like even though they had good intentions and can definitely cause, you know, they can, they can cause more harm than good, especially if someone isn't in a good headspace, which I would say majority of people aren't when it comes to physical features, like, which is sad, but also way too common. Yeah. And I knew him. Like I've known him the whole time I'd lost the weight. So he's mm. obviously seen me go from 140 kilos, lose almost 50 kilos. Yeah. So he's probably think, oh, Corey wants the label of being yeah, skinny or like skinny he old. would like that compliment. And he could have like, of course, him complimenting you, he could have said something that skinny is not an okay word. I don't think he could have no. said, oh, you look so great. Yeah. Or you look super healthy or anything. Yeah. But um, speaking of Laura Henshaw, I don't know if you know who she is. She's the co-owner of the Keeper Cleaner Company. Of I know who she is. Her bliss balls are on point. 10 out of 10. Love the salted caramel. Oh, yum. Well, she posted a video um, the other night of a screen recording of her adjusting a filter on Instagram as a reminder. Actually, of, I saw that. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Of how um, filters and unrealistic beauty standards affect you. It's quite similar to what you mentioned, Corey, because I'd say a lot of not just girls, but guys definitely see Instagram as the way they should look. I mean, myself included, I think we all have those days when we can feel a little more vulnerable and buy into the bullshit on social media. 100%. And you know me, I go on my little Instagram hiatus. I don't know if deleting the app and looking at it on Safari accounts <laughs> is a Shut hiatus. Up. Stop calling me out. But Stop calling me I out. know what you mean. It is good to have a, have a big cleanse. Yeah. Well, now you're just attacking me. So, yeah. Pretty much, I delete the app every three days and then I reinstall it. That's all right. You do, you boo. But I definitely get upset and compare myself way too often. And especially with the gay community, I'd say there is a standard 100% that you have to uphold. And now I'm just realizing, as I've said 100% for the 50th time this podcast. <laughs> we both have. We <laughs> Literally, should take a shot every time we say 100%. Everything we say, we back 100%. That's why we 100% <laughs> And it. we send it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the standards in the gay community that you have to uphold, not that I've ever met the standards, I would say, nor want to. Yeah. Just because Toxic. they would make me feel like I'm literally only changing myself for other people. I feel like it would just be the wrong reason to be changing myself. We aren't doing it for ourselves anymore. We are literally doing it to keep up with society's standards. And plus I'm literally covered. Like you wouldn't know this. We've literally never been to the beach together or anything. No. Covered in stretch marks. I mean, who isn't covered. though? Oh, this is everywhere. Yeah. And because actually I saw a TikTok the other day where a guy said that, you know, not drinking enough water or losing weight slowly enough is what causes like excess body fat and like stretch marks and all that stuff. Yeah. Because I sent it in eight weeks. Mm. I'd be like, you know, I can't hate myself if more than that, but it is what it is. Um, I'm covered in them, have excess stomach fat, but like you said, who doesn't to be honest, which from prior experiences is a big no in the land of gay. I think, um, I just think gay culture is like very intense and like general Instagram standards are crazy, but I have been to a few clubs that advertise as LGBT like safe places. And it's definitely like very materialistic judgmental environments. And don't get me wrong. Like people are great, but also you can just like, you can just feel the energy when you walk into one of these rooms. So true. So I've recently just unfollowed a heap of influencers, people, celebrities, like everyone um, off my Instagram, just so that I can have a break, have a break from seeing it all. Says me, who is literally a co-host on a pop culture podcast, but you've got to do what you can, you know, to steer clear of those shitty standards sometimes. I mean, I've said it once and I'll say it again, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) We need to uh, read a dictionary. (laughs) Huh? What? Oh, (laughs) okay.
All right. So you spoke and we listened. Back by popular demand. Just a disclaimer, not that we did see the statistics, but, you know, it's back by popular popular demand. Popular demand, um, us enjoying the segment. <laughs> uh, the Daily Mail's most bizarre headline, where we literally just find the most bizarre headline out of a Daily Mail post um, that has absolutely no context. Literally. So you just got to send it with the headline. I don't want anything more than that, okay? So literally just the title. That's it. No worries. How right. fucking ridiculous are we going this week? Okay, are we Hit ready? Hit me with it. Hit me with it. It's the Daily Mail. It's the I'm Daily ready. Mail. I mean, this one, like, um... Okay. Is the bum slip the new side boob? Kate Moss, Miley Cyrus, and Rihanna are all fans of a cheeky bottom flash. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time for a quick game of overrated or underrated, which pretty much explains itself. Quick fire though. Although we have made some adjustments. Last week we did a deep dive on Woody's and we yeah. really went into it. Too much. But I've kind of mashed it up a bit. I'm going to give you five topics that could yep. be overrated or underrated in our opinion. We have yep. not discussed these prior no. to the recording of this podcast. Not and one. we are both going to say um, what we think if they're overrated or underrated at the same time. Okay. Just also want to say just because we think that they're overrated or underrated doesn't mean that we don't like them. No. Like it, that's, it's literally just literally overrated or underrated yeah. topics. It's called a personal opinion. That's what makes the world go around. But, and I'm excited to hear your responses. Okay. Here we go. Quick fire as well. Julia Gillard. Underrated. underrated. Pineapple on pizza. Overrated. overrated. Cobloaf. Overrated. overrated that shit okay yeah, sorry i just got to quickly add, i just got to quickly add this comment in even though i know we're not allowed to that's disgusting it's Dis- foul it's, it's disgusting so boring it just reminds you of bogan backyard picnic oh. anyway <laughs> sorry go smash dabo overrated. overrated beyonce overrated. overrated wow this is not okay we never agree on anything and we literally <laughs> were five for five wait did you know that your eyelashes mm. are the same hairs that come out of your bum they go down through your body, your eyelashes, and That's out your bullshit. bum. It's true. Where did this come from? Well, you pull a hair out of your ass and see if your eyes don't water. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've just got to leave it there. Yeah, I think um, that's just scared me and I think I need to leave. I know. This is it for a week. It's gone quick, although we did record last week's later into the week. Yeah. But this is a weekly thing now, guys. You need to get around it. Make sure you followed us. Please. On Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Listen Podcast. to the end. Please listen and share the Insta stories. Yeah, I mean. It's not that hard. It's literally two buttons. Even just your private stories, you know. <laughs> even just your private because you're too scared to let everyone know that you're listening to us. Or that you have a podcast because that's me. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> Both of us. But, um, yeah, definitely, you know, share, like, comment. Is subscribe a thing anymore? Follow. It's literally follow. changed to follow. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you for listening. Catch Bye. you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the 20s Agenda podcast. You can find us on our socials at the 20s Agenda on Instagram and TikTok.